everyone, and welcome back to Book Advance, the wrestling dream match podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett, and with me, as always, is the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, death-defying maniac, Anthony Hall. Oh, shit. You know when you uh, hear one of these nicknames and it's like, oh, I know what this is, and then you dig into your memory palace and you cannot get it, and it's blank? Uh, that <laughs> happened just now. Uh, wow. Just one of those things I where you hear, these, you hear these on your own, you're like, oh, that's easy. That's exactly who it is. But then as soon as you're on the spot, you're like, uh, uh, uh. Obviously, it's... No. Hmm. Yep. Rob Van Dam. Well, you're in this. You're in the same sphere as where this person is from. Uh, it's ECW, right? It is. Who's one of the Who's one of the big ECW guys? Come on, I know Tommy Dreamer. No, <laughs> it's Sabu. Shit. <laughs> Good old oh Sabu. Oh my god, how embarrassing! I love Sabu as well. So that's uh how embarrassing. That's all right. No, yeah, there's I remember that specifically being an ECW one. And then I don't know if they did that whole intro for WWE CW um, when like the legends came back for like the first little bit of like the PG era ECW. Um, But I remember some. What a a strange blip in history that is. Oh, 100%. WWE CW. Just. Yeah. It's it's like the presentation was WWE, WWF, whatever. And then the product was very much a watered down ECW. So you're like, is this good? It is very strange point in time in history. And you think of who is there. And you look at like the first ever roster and you're like, these people. It was these people. That's incredible. Also very strange. Well, what's not strange? Also, was Anthony, w- was, oh, right. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. I was <laughs> going to get sidetracked. I was going to get sidetracked. I, I, I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about John Cena winning the title, but uh, that doesn't matter. Um, uh, <laughs> what's what not does strange matter is. Yes. <laughs> that we have a special guest today on most aggressive podcast. Uh, segue. <laughs> yes. What is not strange? is i have uh dug through my deep deep connections in the community of dudes who like wrestling and the dude who likes wrestling that we are uh featuring this episode is a very very nice guy with an even nicer beard he is a comedian he is a writer he is a podcast host and producer of the canadian comedy hall of fame podcast and the winner of the 2022 CBC stand-up and pitch competition at Just for Laughs in Montreal. Please put your hands together. Book it, Vince Universe, for Chad Noonan. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. By the way, I wrote, I was trying to give you the answer. Can you see that? I wrote Sabu just on like <laughs> oh, random yeah. heat the mail because I was like, it's Sabu. How do we not know this? There's a um, lot of... There, there's a lot of ones where Anthony is so close in the ballpark. I was very he, close. And then yeah. he just misses it. My initial thought was Rob Van Dam. I was like, Rob, but yeah, yeah, I, I eventually got there. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's the, the best. Yeah. 
How no, are you, Chad? Awesome. Thank you for for joining us on uh, Book you. It, Vince. We're gonna we're gonna chat some wrestling, but I, I want to hear uh, how you're doing. Uh, how's doing great, the podcast man. going? And uh, any fun developments uh, with your project from Just for Laughs, Nine Months to Die? Yeah, we're still like talking and trying to figure something out, get production going on the show. But uh, yeah, winning Just for Laughs, like you said, is definitely. Uh, put us on the radar, which is very exciting and at least got us in the room. And the podcast has been great. We've had big guests. We have next episode is Ron James, Canadian Ooh. comedy legend from, you know, Ooh. his shows on CBC and his stand up. And uh, yeah, it's very exciting. The Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame actually had their induction ceremony last week in Toronto, where we inducted people like Michael J. Fox and Catherine O'Hara, um, all kinds of Canadian legends. So that that was very exciting as well. That's incredible. That's so awesome to hear. Um, yeah. So whenever we have a guest on, we always like to kind of, uh, you know, there's the very boring, who's your favorite wrestler? What's your favorite match? Mm -hmm. Those questions. But I like to more get into what got you into wrestling? What was the spark moment of like, I'm a wrestling fan? Oh, man, I can't even remember. I've watched it since I was like a little, little kid, like since I was four years old, like the Saturday morning wrestling um i remember kind of two two things i remember being like five or six years old and wwe came to my hometown which was brockville ontario which mm. is very small twenty-two thousand people and so it was super cool that well wwf at the time came and uh i actually looked at the card recently and like undertaker was on the card and uh, mr awesome. perfect and you know i, I kind of like vaguely remember some of these people but what i really remember is at the end of the show everybody in the stands rushed the ring they all just jumped in the ring like <laughs> what 1500 <laughs> people in attendance in this ring and um, Howard Finkel, like on the microphone saying, get out of the ring, get out of the ring. People were oh, jumping over. It was the weirdest thing ever. And I thought <laughs> I like dreamt it. And then I was talking to some buddies one day and they're like, yeah, I was at that show. I'm like, do you guys remember everybody rushing the ring? They're like, yes, that happened. Wow. And apparently WWF came back a couple of years later and it happened again. People rushed the ring after the show. Anyways, <laughs> in the weird world? small town stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that, is that like, definitely happened at our local indie that we support. Great town well, wrestling. Right. Well, it, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily people rushing there. It's that they want the kids want to get in the ring. And it's like, no, 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 that's, no. that's what it was. That's what yeah. it was. It was kids like I remember like climbing to like the first rope and like jumping off of it. Like <laughs> it was just kids in the ring. It was so funny. Yeah. People oh, just man. got on the mic immediately. We're like, you can't do this due to yep. insurance reasons. You cannot be in the ring, yeah. please. Just leave. Imagine somebody doing that, but it's legend Howard Finkel on the microphone yeah, yeah, yeah. doing that. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, it was That's awesome. Incredible. That's so fun. Well, as always on this podcast, we are going to do a dream match booking that's going to be brought to you by our guests today. But uh, before we get into that, of course, if you enjoy what we do here on the podcast, please consider following uh, the podcast on all podcast platforms and also follow us online at Book Advance Pod. Now, uh, we, of course, uh, always want to do some sort of fantastical uh, dream match, whether it's someone from the past, someone from the present, someone's not with us anymore, or even two people that could possibly get together in this day and age. So, uh, Chad, what is your dream match that you've thought up for us today? I kind of 
I, I, I don't know if this is like the normal format, but um, it's kind of like two things. There's like two pieces of news that have come out. Not really news, but stuff that's come out later, lately. That's first of all, it's that Triple H is bringing back the King of the Ring. I don't know if you guys yes, saw that. I did hear about that. Yeah. That's and he's exciting. bringing it back as like a one night tournament. And the other one was Chris Jericho saying how wrestling should be in the Olympics. Did you mm. see no, I see didn't this. see that. And it was a really interesting way is how he presented it. He he said, like, you know, pairs figure skating is two people working together to create a routine. Um, That's you know, really like smart synchronized like swimming. So like you would have like two Americans competing for the US to bring together uh, you know, to make a wrestling match, a routine entertaining, and then it would be judged at the, the end. I was like, Oh, that's a really cool way of thinking about that. I mm-hmm. love any wrestling tournament. I was probably the biggest fan of the cruiserweight classic when it came out. Oh yeah. Um, You know, and with the world cup of soccer going on right now, um, I was thinking like, how cool would it be a tournament people representing their countries and no um, promotion affiliation at all. Right. Wrestlers from AEW, AEW, new Japan, WWE, like who's the best from every country competing in like a 16 man tournament um for the final so i know that's like not one match but uh no that's cool i thing, like this idea that's my idea you know this world tournament of wrestling of yes world tournament of wrestling very good very uh, good that's already interesting yeah so, so then <laughs> so then uh is there any one or any specific like is this something that you think would what would happen like in this day and age and like we just start picking people from like New Japan, AEW, WWE sort of thing. So I've like, I created a list. I think I have 14 wrestlers representing okay. different countries who would be on this list. Right. Sure. Um, and then the hardest one, of course, is who would represent the USA. That's one I could not figure out. So I'm, I'm leaving that to the team. Um, okay. And then the 16th country, I, I wasn't sure of. So I'll give you my list if you want to hear it. Yeah, let's run down. This. So let's um, go. with I, I had Roman, I had Roman Reigns at the top representing Samoa, though, with the Samoan dynasty. Ooh. I think it'd be cool if he's like kind of F the USA. I want to go with my roots and Samoan yes. wrestlers are the best. So I want to represent America, Samoa or yeah, mm-hmm. Samoan islands. I think that would be cool. Um, I have Kenny Omega, of course, representing Canada. Nice. Um, I like him over Jericho and stuff. I have Jay White um, representing New Zealand, um, mm. where he's from. Very good. Of course, Claudio Swiss. Um, <laughs> of course. I mean, that's his that's his identity. That's his only <laughs> trait. Uh, Will that's Osprey, great. I have for England. This was a tough one mm, uh, for the yeah. UK, but I went I went Will Will Osprey. I think that's a good choice. Um, you know, he'd be fun to get in there. Yeah, it's it's yeah. New Japan's great because there's so many different people from different places and they all have these really interesting backgrounds or traits that they like to feature. And so, yeah, it's hard to pick. Like, I'm trying to think of an English person from uh, that's in any of the other con- any of the companies. But like, yeah, I think that's a good choice. William uh, Regal. <laughs> yeah, be, but i think it'd be Everybody's. fun to have like yeah 
the villain. Everybody's back. saying that this William Regal, you know, he's getting <laughs> underused at AEW. His deal was apparently only one year, which was proven false. And he should come home to WWE like where he it. can say war games two <laughs> times a year. Oh, damn. I love I love it. It's like, yeah, he's being underutilized. Oh, he was just involved in the biggest spot of the year in terms of their pay-per-view. Whatever. Yeah, you know, he's not a part of the biggest faction and he wasn't uh, associated of, with, I don't know, the two champions of the promotion. I'm trying to think of... Come on. Who's, who is from England in one of the other companies? I can't think of Are anybody. we saying England or are we saying United right, UK. Kingdom? Because that... Mm. Yeah. That's big, yeah. I couldn't yeah, think of any Welsh wrestlers, so I just went with <laughs> England. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't think of anybody that's... Yeah. There's not that much... Now I'm like, mm, there's not that much diversity in the main picture scene. <laughs> what about yeah. if we dig through NXT UK, is there anybody who... Uh, uh, Tyler, Tyler oh. Bate. Tyler Bate. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be good. I think if there was like... Uh, is he considered a cruiserweight? I think I would. I would consider Tyler Bate a cruiserweight. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he was in. Was he not? Was he in the cruiserweight classic? I don't think so. I don't. I know. Don't no, say, oh no! It was no. Zach Saber represented the UK. In, oh uh, yeah. There. yeah. There we go. There we go. That that's a good that's one. Another. Yeah. Potential. Zach Saber is good. Um. One of my friends deeply, deeply despises Zach Saber because he doesn't think that he looks like a professional wrestler that is true yeah <laughs> but if you like, if you hate yeah. zach saber then you have to hate adam cole they're the same body true. different head they just have a different face <laughs> uh i say zach saber jr is a slightly elongated version of That's adam cole and adam cole is shrunken down <laughs> zach saber jr this is terrible the the if this clip uh makes it to uh wrestling twitter uh, we're we're dead we're dead. <laughs> Body shaming. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. So so far we got Roman, we got Kenny, we got uh Jay White. Yeah. Claudio and Will. Claudio and Will. Okay. Okay. Uh so Mexico I had next. And I, I don't know. Like Ooh. I don't know a ton of Mexico, but I went Bandito just from where he's at right now. Uh I, I like know, that. What what's happening with him? I feel like this is a current thing. I didn't like get classic stars and bring them out, so I went Bandito. No, I think I think that's a good pick of someone who was like, because yeah, Bandito's run as ROH champion was like it was like the very tail end of the before you know Tony Khan era, but now that he's like showcasing an AEW, people love him. And I think that's a good like instead of someone who's super well known someone that can represent like their country really well um, and like that country is like wrestling style, which is really cool. Yeah, I was also thinking like Rey Mysterio, but I, I have this whole other concept in my mind that like just like at a World Cup or Olympics, there's coaches right involved. So yes. like you have like uh, the legend in the corner, you know, you, we mentioned William Regal. He's in the corner of Will Ospreay, right? Like. That'd wearing an interesting a, dynamic that would be yeah, pretty yeah. cool yeah would be pretty so cool. it's a whole thing this is a whole thing I like <laughs> um, and then, so next next i went japan and this one was really 
kind of, I just want the wrestler I like the most, Abushi, um, but maybe he's not the right choice. There's so many other options for Japan, you know, including Shinsuke and Okada. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel, I, I feel like if we don't put Okada in, um, it would be a disservice to the, uh, to the tournament because we would be missing the opportunity for a potential high stakes bout between Kenny Omega and Okada as a part of this tournament. And as we know, they have put on just multiple five star, six star, seven star, eight star, 11 star, uh, whatever <laughs> matches. So I, I feel I feel like I feel like you have to. But maybe there's a storyline where Ibushi is the one that's selected, uh, but he gets hurt in the first match. And they, yeah. have, to, they have to they have to replace him. A play in match. Possibly. Yeah. A play in, yeah. A play in oh. game. Oh, oh, <laughs> this is brilliant. a wild card before New Japan has to decide who they're going to send. Right. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah. You could you could definitely have like a, a televised sort of like group stages slash qualifier where each country is like slowly deciding like who their person is. Uh, and that can be featured across all programs. And it's like for all for the duration of this tournament like no promotional things matter it's just like we need to figure out who the best wrestler to send is yeah exactly uh yeah that would be awesome um so okay the next one because i mean i'm running out of countries i had to go the philippines and uh fala um whose last name is expecting escaping me fall from impact um fala. Oh, fala, fala ba. yeah fala ba. oh my uh, gosh <laughs> that's fine so i was like just, you know, you got to have people that are going to different people in there, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's um, fun. Good to represent like different places and different people like in that way. Yeah, no, I like that. It also gets the highlight people. That's the big thing, too, mm. is like get the highlight uh, other wrestlers that are especially like people that are because there's a lot of those in like even in WWE and other places where it's like people who uh, are the first like televised professional wrestler from their home country. Mm. It's, it's great to feature that too. That's cool. I like that a lot. Uh, so then I went Malachi black representing the Netherlands. Uh, yes. he's, a, he's a big change of pace. He could wear all orange, um, instead <laughs> of all black. Um, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> that'd be interesting. <laughs> he changes his name to Malachi orange just for the tournament. <laughs> Some real stupid. <laughs> Um, cool. This is shaping up nicely. And then with Buddy Matthews from Australia, I think he's the best Australian wrestler right now. Um, th there's a lot of options there, but he he's he's definitely I think he's he's top one uh, at the moment. Where's uh, where's um, Jonah from Bronson Reed? Is he New Zealand oh, or Australian? Ooh, that's a good one. I forget. I'll look I that think up. he is from. Australia, but I, yes. if he's from Australia, I would say to put in, uh, put him in. I love Buddy Matthews so much, but just to have like a little bit of a little difference, and also he'd be the biggest man. Yeah, he's from Australia. He's from Adelaide. Well, um, him and Falaba would be like the two biggest. Oh, right, true. Dudes. That guy's big. Yeah, 
And the, the the big spot in that match could be like who ends up picking up who. We <laughs> love like, you love to do that. We you love, love that. We love, love we love the big can't, we love big dudes the other trying to pick man. up each other. You love to see like guys uh, grab their lower back after the first attempt and then like yeah. readjust. Oh, it's just too oh, heavy. Well, if we're if we're doing huge dudes, we also have to put uh Satnam Singh in the He's my India. Yeah, I have him perfect. for India. Yeah. Ah, very good. Yeah. Very That'd good. Be nuts. He would be <laughs> in there. Um, so Russia was kind of hard, but I feel like they have a long history uh, of pro wrestling. Like I, I feel, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? With like all those classic, like um, Volkov and stuff like back in the day. So um, Ilya, I'm so bad oh, with last names. Ilya Dragunov. Uh, Dragonov. Dragonov. Dragonov yes. from that, Russia. Yes. 100%. Yes. You know, um, then I add Ooh. Gunther, Austria. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I yep. think he I like should that. be there. I like that. Uh, so number 14 I had was Miro, Bulgaria. Um, Ooh, love that. Would be a good That'd one. Be sick. That'd be sick. I think I know who I'd suggest for America, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Yeah. I have one more. So this is number 15 of a 16 man tournament. I had Finn Balor for, for Ireland who, when we were talking, I threw his name down. So the only one I'm missing now is who will represent. I mean, there can only be, there can only be one person and that's the American. Kurt Angle. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This was 10 years ago. Kurt Angle, 100%. Yeah, but I think I think if it's this day and age, you gotta throw Cody in there. Oh, oh man, that's a good <laughs> one. Think about all of just the the most egregious American presentation that he would like. Okay, imagine the Cody elevator, but yeah, instead and then of, he gets beat. <laughs> yeah, instead of his theme playing, it's just like the American anthem. Oh, it's a man. hard rock version of oh, the American he would anthem. Hundred like, percent come out coming up, just like. but they but but they presented as that and then he has an incredible match with someone from like he has an incredible match with like uh okada or someone and then okada beats him and it's like i i just i he is like the definition of like i'm the american like good guy go getter like you know he's totally playing into his dad's you know, he's, he's into his dad's shoes and stuff like that. But like, he's just the one to me that's just like, yeah, his whole stick is the American nightmare. And so I, it's funny. I didn't think of him, but he for me, now that you're saying it, he totally makes sense. Like, yeah. the only thing with the USA chants throughout the match would drive me nuts. You of know, course. it would drive me insane. <laughs> they would just be the whole time. Yeah, I, so, that's I why this- he has to get beat. That is why he has to lose in the first round. And I think even though it would be amazing to have him face Okada and it's a, you know, 11 star bang or whatever, wouldn't it be way more funny, though, if he lost to somebody who was just like a complete outsider or a complete long shot to even advance past the first matchup? Well, in so the, entire the tournament, the 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 like. If this was definitely Cody be Cody booking himself, <laughs> which he loves to do, but it would be first round would be him versus Satnam Singh. And he just 
somehow overcomes it and then he loses oh, in the second it. round i hate it so much. stuff like that oh. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would yeah. be incredible if it was like him versus i don't know um i mean the biggest surprise would be um uh what's his name again fall fa- ah. follow oh, yeah follow yeah. follow <laughs> Yeah, and then he loses. That'd be incredible. <laughs> but I can imagine, I could see Cody losing to pretty much anyone on that list, and it being an incredible match. Like yeah. Nero, Malachi, Finn, Kenny. Like, yeah, it, like any of those matches could be incredible, and then either person winning or losing wouldn't wouldn't hurt. He loves right, to lose so I, in the most dramatic way too. Like yes, he loves, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will never fight okay. for the championship again. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, <laughs> what a way to book yourself into a quarter. Um, <laughs> okay, so, uh, gentlemen, oh, I do Lord. have a question of uh, how the format of this tournament works. So, is it like the World Cup of Soccer where we make uh, group uh, groups of wrestlers and then they wrestle everybody in the group and then it's like the top two get out and then we get like the you know the bigger or the is smaller it, rounds that are like the single matches or or is, is it everything just a one yeah or is it just single style elimination one match one loss one win you're moving on or not i do I, my I like, my initial thought was single elimination but yeah. imagine like, you could really build storylines if somebody's in a you know they're they're they got to play fight these three other people right and they're all from f- four different promotions or they're all on aew and they're like i'm trying to advance out of to you know fight the wwe guy or whatever yeah i like the idea that it's maybe this like world tournament is like a week-long thing and mm. you have the these nights of where uh within this group of four, you know, there's one might go. I mean, they kind of do this with the um, G1 in New Japan, right? Where it's that you they these two like two people have an incredible match and that's like, well, then that person has to go on to face this person and they haven't had their match yet or they easily won their last match. So now this person's at a disadvantage and you can really help build the story with with that. And that could be quite interesting. So. Yeah, and it would be amazing to have that Cody Rhodes storyline where he uh, like just inches a victory away from uh, like Sanam Singh, who's in his group, and then he has to wrestle somebody else and it's a draw. And then he's like, he has one more match left and it is against uh, Okada or something and it's like a battle until the end. Or it's, or it's, it's against... going to end a draw. Or it's or against Alba. Or it's like Will Ospreay who just like takes right. advantage of of uh, his like injuries or being you know spent from this hard hitting match of fighting a giant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like I can see these moments where Cody is like all beaten up. Maybe he's got like a bandage on like one of his pecs, and he's like looks up at the American flag and he starts crying, and then Will Ospreay <laughs> just hits the hidden blade on it. Like he just. <laughs> 
<laughs> he gets he gets power from the American flag somehow. It's like the the flag to him is like Undertaker's urn back in the day. Yeah, He's just so pumped up from it. Jesus uh, Christ! Uh, but he still loses. Like, like that he, just... he gets this this moment where it's like, oh my god, the American flag is gonna save Cody Rhodes. The power love... of the souls of America will save Cody, and he just gets immediately hidden blade and pin. <laughs> that he's eliminated from the entire tournament. Yeah, we never see him again. It, it we best. should we should start talking about other matches that don't involve Cody. <laughs> I just want to say he will find his way onto the final show. He'll jump in the commentary booth or something just to yeah. be involved and somehow, you know, he can't just he can't just lose in the first round. He's got to be involved at the end some way or another. So I can see him doing commentary at the end. Oh lord. But what would other what would uh, so okay so we made one block which was what was this block again? It's Cody Rhodes, Will Ospreay, uh, Satnam Singh, and then who who could we throw in there? Hmm. We should put Fala in a different block. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think featured. I think he deserves to advance like to the next stage, but we have to unfortunately like really sabotage somebody else's uh, who would have okay track. okay who would have a really great match against will osprey and against cody rhodes um gosh what about what about gunther Gun, i think yeah gunther would be good mm. that could be that could be quite interesting gunther versus will osprey that'd be a really that'd be wild just like will osprey Doing all these crazy flips, getting getting a chop and flipping out of it, <laughs> but then also just like him jumping off the top rope and Gunther just smacking him down like a <laughs> like blocking him. a dunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. I like that. That's block A or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so now for storylines in block two. I think uh, well, we could just throw, you know, we could throw Kenny in there. Yeah. Throw Kenny, Kenny in. highlights the block like like Cody highlights. The first one is the, you know, the true star in there. You, you, you would go Kenny. It's like the Kenny Omega block. So yeah. then I mean, I, I don't think we ever got this match. And I think it would be perfect for this tournament. I don't know if it needs to be later in it or if it if in this block it would be perfect. But Kenny and Finn, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd just be wild. There's so many dream matches. Like, it's it's really cool that WWE like Hunter is like, no, no, no we're acknowledging wrestling history. Like, I'm going to have Michael Cole talk about the entire formation of the Bullet Club. It's like, sweet. <laughs> Not going to mention other people, other members names, but at least acknowledging like, yeah, Finn Balor with Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows started this thing. And then eventually after TNA, uh, AJ Styles came and took over the group. And it's like, that's really cool that you're mentioning that history. So then like having Kenny and Finn be able to go through that. And I also imagine that they do like, uh, New Japan esque like uh, news conference. Uh, like, what would be crazy is if before this entire tournament, 
is they're in a conference room, just like the New Japan G1 conference, where it's all 16 men sitting there and they're getting asked questions mm-hmm. by these like reporters from all over the world about about these matchups. Oh, wrestling journalists? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'd say like real, real journalists yeah. who uh, yeah, like yeah. Who like talk? Who like speak in their like, uh, their le- like their um, uh, especially to certain wrestlers, it could be quite interesting. Of like, all of a sudden, uh, Finn starts busting out some Irish to speak to the Irish press. Like that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that, or even you know, obviously, uh, Japanese uh, reporters and everything. But then Kenny can also speak a, in Japanese, so he also answers questions like that. Peter Mansbridge out of retirement to, to uh, <laughs> interview Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, yeah. All the great I journalists. Could, Dan Rather is there reporting. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, actually, there's the pre- this. The press conference is great. I, lo- I love the yeah. press conference idea. Uh, maybe that's like when they reveal the, the groups as well. Like they they unveil the blocks at this press conference. So then you can get some immediate, like uh jaw jacking the boys. Well, just like shit. just being able I, to in the, in those moments have like Kenny and Finn being like, especially for that block, you know, that's the storyline is there's the original member, the le- original leader of bullet club. And like one of the most famous leaders of bullet club. Uh, should we throw Jay White in there just to? Oh my God! Yeah, make a hilarious <laughs> Bullet Club block. I love when wrestling too when they do something like um, where they they could they could have like one of those turn things like a bingo where they're like, oh, this is completely random draw, and yes. then these like amazing groups happen because we all know it's like not a random draw. Like it's you guys remember, yeah, yeah, the the Taboo Tuesday. Or like where they where they have like Monday Night Raw in Vegas and they have like the roulette wheel that like yeah spins and all of a sudden it just stops on like the match everybody <laughs> wants to see it's like oh it's like all these where it's like a two on one handicap match like a whatever and then but there's one exciting thing on it. it's like a tables match is also mm-hmm. on the wheel and just like comes around and just stops right at table match like it's not even makes sense I love when stuff like that happens so but yeah, yeah. It'd be, it, yeah it'd be really funny if it's like yeah all these matchups are these blocks are decided completely randomly oh what you have a yeah. dream match block here with three leaders of bullet club yeah yeah <laughs> I, I love that yeah. Now I wish that we could somehow shoehorn Adam Cole into this, but I don't know that he could represent any country other than the U.S. He no. could, he could like come out and help Kenny or something, right? Like, right, run in or I don't know. It's, it's maybe it's not Kenny, but uh, you know, maybe it's Jay White or like because that's it too. Like you could have all what's going on in the tournament, but you could also have like your run-ins, your you know, somebody turning yeah. on their own country at, at one point, right? Well, I mean, that, you also so. have you also have all these storylines of these wrestlers in their respective companies, and so could have yeah. someone from some other company come in, and it's like, why are they here? They shouldn't be here. This their this world tournament has become a is uh, <laughs> yeah. the sanctity yeah. of this world yeah. tournament. <laughs> It's nothing sacred anymore. Jay Wyatt bringing the Bullet Club to help him win oh his. Bah, bah. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> is Jr. one of the commentators? Do we do we God. have to put Jr. Is he no. too American? Is he too American? 
Yeah. It's, <laughs> I yeah, understand this. <laughs> Michael I don't Cole. understand this flipping Canadian it. nonsense <laughs> by my barbecue yeah. sauce. I like the idea uh, Roman and Kenny meet somewhere along the line, and Sammy comes in, and now Sammy's like, oh, like, you know, I'm true Canadian, but also the bloodline, right? Yeah. 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 What's what's And then he gives a halluva kick to Roman Reigns. He takes a Canadian flag out of his back pocket and he drapes it over Roman Reigns. That's the turn. (laughs) That's the turn, is to be. Proud Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just after he gave his maple syrup. Yeah. Kenny <laughs> decides he's only using the Canadian destroyer as his finishing move. He's gonna use that the entire tournament. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. <laughs> okay, so blocked block two or block B is so far Kenny, Finn, Jay White. I feel like we have to throw in like a dark horse into this one i feel like yeah. either like um oh gosh mm. i was either thinking like a miro or an alistair black something like miro that would be good i think miro would be good here because because it, it i think it's just someone who okay you have these three dudes who are all doing like a dick measuring contest because they're all <laughs> You know, old leaders of the Bullet Club, they all have their own opinions on that. And then you have this guy who comes in who's like, I don't give a crap about your group politics yeah. or whatever. I'm yeah. just going to fight you all. <laughs> yeah. And then he like and he, beats the crap out of Jay White. <laughs> or, or they could be constantly worried about each other doing run ins. And Miro's yeah. just like sneakily picking up wins on the backs of all this other destruction going on. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. And he's just like, I don't care about your stupid little group. And he, I, he just comes my, in and wrecks My shit. God does not care about your club of bullets. <laughs> 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 I have a hot, flexible wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so that would be funny if you get uh, if you get Lana and she like doesn't know what country her allegiance is. It's like, oh, do I Go with my husband, or do I stand ringside with my my kayfabe fellow countryman, um, Ilya Dragunov? That'd be that's weird. It's so yeah. weird. <laughs> or she just starts talking like the way she normally talks in an American yeah. accent. Yeah. It was like, yeah, what is yeah. going on? No, no. Yeah. So that's then a, that's a fun ringside storyline. So then block C, I feel like. Now I'm thinking of like who's left, and I'm like, I would pay so much money to see Ilya Dragunov versus Bronson Reed Jonah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be nonsense, but awesome. You have this giant dude and the small, spunky, hard hitting man. Like, that'd what be about so cool. what about Malachi? Where does Malachi uh, factor? So who do we here? have left? We have eight so guys. We have, we have eight people left. Malachi. Well, if I threw those two in group C already, Ilya and Bronson. Right, yeah. So mm-hmm. to, to round out that group, you have choices of Malachi, Fala, Fa, Okada, Bandito, Claudio, and Roman Reigns. Oh my God. We, if we well, go Claudi- be, Claudio, could be just a be a hard hitting. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Claudio could just be a hard hitting. Add that him that. It's just like the hardest hitting group there is. Right. 
Yeah, and then if you put Fala in that one, you potentially have uh, the first round matchup of Jonah versus Fala Ba. That'd be well, fun. Yeah. We've done it. And now so that, the group so of death. Block D is is Roman Reigns, Okada, yes, Bandito, yes, and uh, who is the last person? Um, uh, uh, who is it? Oh, uh, uh, no, not Osprey. Roman Reigns, Bandito, Okada, and Malachi. And Malachi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. That's that's <laughs> the group of deaths. Uh, that is so obviously we want to see Okada advance to potentially face Kenny, but also there is a lot of potential for Roman to face Kenny. Uh, there's Bandito to to escape. A uh, Bandito would be a great story. Uh, Malachi, he mm. also deserves it. Whoa, that's really tough. That's really tough. I mean, the dream matches of Malachi and Okada, and then uh, like and Roman and Okada. Even just Roman now with Malachi, like. They didn't really ever get to interact, but now like that'd be so interesting. And then, yeah, having this this person in Bandito that uh, maybe Okada wouldn't underestimate, maybe Black wouldn't underestimate, but Roman might. And just like having like having Bandito put Roman completely on his heels, that'd be so interesting. But I feel like Roman has I feel like Roman has to. Yeah. It I would feel be like a huge surprise. Crazy far. Yeah. 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 He has to go. I feel far. like it he would be such far. a huge surprise of him and Okada and like he just manages to pull pull it out in the end. Or like even if it's like, you know, fit spamming finishers and then spear, spear, all the stuff, and then it ends in uh maybe a little bit of cheating from the wise man, Paul Heyman. Um, or something like that, but uh, even if it just ends in like a guillotine and Okada never taps, just they say he's knocked out. Also, wrestling politics, if this ever makes it into real life, there's no way WWE is sending their champion without him like going to the finals, right? I know oh, this is yeah. fantasy booking um, <laughs> at its finest, but like also WWE is like, hey, yeah, this is happening. If Roman wins, because we have to be on, t- you know what I mean? And every other promotion right. would have to bow to it. They would be like, yes, you're right. You, you would hope that it would just be like this, this other entity where they're like, let's just put on the best show possible. Yeah. And maybe yeah. even like yeah. Roman loses not by any specific thing. Maybe it's like this crazy finish where technically no one wins or something happens just to, but like at the same time, Everybody who's in this tournament is has the ability to lose and not look bad. That's true. So right? it's yeah. a tournament. It's a tur- tournament of like the best wrestlers in the world. So especially when you have like the group pairings, like you mentioned earlier, where you can like really bang up somebody like Cody or Roman in like two matches. And now they're like behind and trying to battle back. Like, mm-hmm. whereas a one off match best wrestler always has to kind of go through right but yeah, yeah if right. you have three matches where something's happened you can definitely yeah so all then, right so so who adva- who's advancing through and so how and does who is making it to the end so my question is how does the second stage work in these sorts of things i i don't really necessarily remember but so one person from each block moves up yeah, so when, if it's like what? World Cup, 
rules it's usually the top two from each go on oh to a, ra- two. Okay. a quarterfinal mm-hmm. round of eight and then it's just single elimination oh, okay um, from there so like the top seed in a would play the second seed in b oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. okay group. okay let's let's stick to that so like so that can give us a nice round two yeah um okay so obviously cody's getting he's getting beat he's not advancing we've already decided we're burying, that. Super, we're burying <laughs> cody Rhodes early on we're burying the usa and everything <laughs> yeah. it stands for <laughs> It's yeah. it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a good tournament any other way if we maybe there's some the maybe there's States. some shenanigans where uh it's a, a time limit draw or that's a double count out and it's a tie <laughs> and they're like what do we do with this and then it turns into another match and that's where finally Cody loses oh, oh. just just to mimic <laughs> real life <laughs> oh. of the tie. <laughs> But no, I like I like that. Um, so then, okay, so for so block it. So if we're taking two people from each block, then so Osprey should advance. Osprey and I would say Gunther over Satnam. The monster yeah. never advances in these things. Like I agree. in wrestling history, the monster never wins. The only one I can think of in like a tournament or multi-person situation is Big Show when he won the Andre the Classic uh, or yeah, Andre yeah. the Giant Battle Royale. Other than that, yeah. the monster never wins. No, it's just it's spectacle and yeah. it would be a big boost for the country and for AEW and also to like feature this incredible athlete. Um, oh, so, yeah. But yeah. Is, so is then, Osprey the number one seed coming out? Yes, okay. I think so. OK, Osprey is number one and Gunther I'm is trusting, number, is the I'm second seed. I'm trusting you guys to know to remember these numbers and stuff. <laughs> I have it all written. I, ha- down. I have it on the notes. I have it in the notes. Okay, cool. Okay. The the bullet block. Who is co- who is surviving out of the bullet block? Does Kenny for me is Kenny. number one. Yeah, I mean Kenny. Yeah. Kenny. Does yeah. does Miro beat out? Oh, or is it no. a is it a sneaky no. Jay White or is it uh? Finn, I mean, well, technically Finn right now is a heel, so he'd also do sneaky, try to win, but it could be interesting. I'm torn between those two. I'm torn between Jay White and I feel like Jay White. I think Jay White would be fun. I think I feel like Jay White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has Finn to. and it, Finn yeah. and Jay would be an incredible match, and it'd be like passing the torch. Okay. Especially since they're both heels, it would be, you know, it's like Finn giving his, like, uh, his, what's it called? Like, it's passing the torch, but him being like, okay, I like you. You are definitely the leader of the Bullet Club now. Like, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That'd so be validation. Does yeah. Jay go on to fight Will Ospreay or does Kenny? That's a big match either way. Oh. I feel like oh that's interesting. Mm, that's tough. I don't know. Well, here's a, here's a here's a better question. Who would you rather see against Gunther? Oh, I would I would rather see oh that's I think I'd rather see Will Ospreay against Gunther. 
Uh, oh, sorry. Although they so just faced. Oh, Kenny, right, no. or, Kenny or, or Jay, Jay White. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kenny or Jay versus Gunther. Right, right, right. I think, ooh, I think Kenny. Okay, so that works out. Then. I think Kenny, yeah. That'd be a really interesting match. And there could be a lot of really fun moments in there. And so then be... Osprey versus Jay White. That mean okay, so if Osprey beats Jay White, then would the next round be Kenny versus Osprey if if the rounds mm, or not? Or would it be further down potentially? Yeah, it might be we like further... we like Kenny versus we like Kenny versus Jay White, I think. Or no, sorry, Kenny versus Osprey. Yeah. Oh, Kenny versus Osprey. Oh, like later on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. That would be the yeah. kind of the semifinal. Would be yeah. Kenny versus yeah. Osprey. So you could move. Yeah, we like that. And then, so we could go. Osprey beats Jay White, and Kenny beats Gunther. They face in the next round. Okay. Yeah. So we are working towards uh, a Kenny v Osprey semifinal. Yeah. Okay, so now let us uh, figure out what's going on in our fun block and our group of death. I have no idea. <laughs> this one. Like, so, I was so, like, Who so block C was Claudio, Ilya, Fala, Bronson, Reed. Ooh. I kind of feel like the only one I'm sure of is Bronson, Reed. I think. Yeah, I was gonna, I was saying Bronson, and then sure. I'm torn between Claudio and Ilya Dragunov. I kind of feel like Ilya. Yeah, because that could create some interesting. Because then who? Because then think about who would then go on from the from block D. The death block. block death. It'd be Roman. Death. Roman and Okada. Or Roman and Ooh. Roman and uh, I think Roman it's Okada. I don't think Roman you could. Yeah, I don't think you could do think... Malachi Orange so then for this one. So then who? Yeah. So then who? So then it's like okay. So it's those two. Who from the C block would be really cool to see against these people? Oh, Okada versus Ilya. Uh, Roman yes. versus. Uh, Bronson would be cool, and then, oh, and yeah. then same switch there would be really interesting. So I like that. I like those two. Like Claudio, yes, that'd be cool because then it's like having him versus Roman again, especially like from their feud um, before uh, he left WWE. Um, but I feel like I feel like Bronson being like the is sort of still the monster that can move up. He's not on the level of Satinum, but he's still like a challenge to overcome for anybody in the tournament. But then Ilya is that sort of underrated. Like you have all these huge dudes, all these like big personalities. And you have this guy that people would say is like small is um not like wrestling standard but then just goes in and just like beats the crap out of everybody yeah i feel like that's a fun story i like the uh the match of roman and Ilya, and roman just completely underestimating him yes like the whole lead up he would completely like not even like who is this guy i have no idea like i don't watch this guy i've never seen him you know Mm -hmm. i just focus on me um yeah, so Roman, Ilya, and then Bronson Okada, I think would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So then who comes out? So I guess Ilya Dragunov just just barely loses. Like yes. Roman is within an inch of his life and gets a, a Superman punch or uh, gets a spear, like just using all of his energy. Summoning all the power of the tribal chiefs before him, <laughs> he manages to hit a spear on Ilya Dragunov and and falls over and gets the one two three. Uh, so so Roman advances, uh, but then who is going to come out? Oh God, I guess we have to go chalk on this one and go, and Okada beating Bronson Reed, so we get Roman Okada. Again, but this time it's in the semifinals. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, be a very, be a very interesting match between Bronson and Okada, and I think that there'd be a lot of respect between the two of them. So I think that that's cool. And then it's like maybe Roman just barely beat Okada, and so now it's Okada's time to like get like to to you know get revenge and maybe at this point when it's the final four they have another press conference and then that's where you can really build these like final four yeah. feuds or these final feuds here oh, I love it. oh my goodness this is setting up to be very very dramatic I mean, let's say I mean, hypothetically we, we booked like 16 people and we knew exactly who we wanted to be the final two and we're, book, we're booking the final two <laughs> But just but. think about the the press conference with, let's say, in a, a very, very chalk and predictable world, Kenny Omega advances to the final and Roman advances to the final as well. And then you get another press conference that features the bloodline and the elite. Oh, my God. I would oh, be very it. cool. I love, I love it. I love it. But yeah, so we're saying we're saying Kenny and Osprey have their like blood feud, their yes. multi-year just hating each other, constantly fighting. But Kenny does eke out over Osprey. Um, again, he, to and this is an important detail. I think Kenny has been using the Canadian Destroyer in the entire tournament, not using the One Winged Angel until. He absolutely has to, Needs which it. is yeah. in this match against Osprey. He hits a Canadian Destroyer. Osprey kicks out after one. And then he's like, no, no. He hits him with the V trigger and gets him up. And everyone's like, oh, my God. This is the first time all tournament. We're going to see the one winged angel. It's the most protected finishing move in wrestling. And he's going to hit it to win this to go to the final. I could see the promo videos now of... um Kenny training for this at Lance Storms Academy in Calgary, just getting ready, <laughs> just getting pumped with the Canadian flag in the background. Oh, I'm here for it. Yeah. Bret Hart is just in the back, like just give it a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, this is your chance to then like, you know, okay. So then on the other side of it, we have Roman and Okada and they're getting their like, it's like the final of their best of three in this tournament, essentially. Um, or like, you know, Okada or, or Okada wanting to really show, you know, he finally got to have this match with the so-called, you know, tribal chief best performer in all of wrestling. The world. ace of the WWE. 
and now and i'm even thinking of like what's it where these matches take place like imagine like roman has to go to the tokyo dome to fight okada and just like all the insanity this this all happens in qatar chad yeah that's right yeah (laughs) they built these stadiums for this reason yeah they built it for the world (laughs) tournament of wrestling that's what they didn't tell you that's what they didn't tell fifa oh cool (laughs) yeah love it uh no but i i I love that idea of of these like huge arenas and in all these countries being featured and and i think we we have some really good ones the I think Kenny versus uh, Osprey uh, happening at the Sydney Opera House would be pretty awesome. <laughs> that <laughs> cool. Kenny has to go to the UK, right? And fight at the O2 or something. Oh, yeah. The, um, yeah, yeah. The O2. And, and the whole... Um, the whole undercard, like especially of the Roman Okada, could be like all the WWE guys are in... Like Sami Zayn has to fight whoever. You know what I mean? And they're all there but the, the main event is of course yeah it's Roman like country versus country right. yes, yes. yeah yeah and these whole, like whole. final two mat these like final yeah. two matches is it's like country versus country and 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 you build the card in that way and even the final you could have like all those matches maybe you wanted to see throughout the tournament take place in the undercard of you know our kenny versus roman which i assume is what we're building to yeah matches um, from final yeah from, from the blocks that never got to meet that'd be right. cool as well yeah that'd yeah. be an insane show <laughs> in the opener <laughs> jay you know, white or, versus claudia <laughs> yeah the usos have to face the young bucks or something right yeah. like yeah mm. We get That'd the big man sick. match everybody wanted, which is Gunther and Satnam <laughs> in a tag match against Jonah and Falaba. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. The, so uh, then it leads to Roman beating Okada and Kenny beating uh, Osprey into this final oh. two Canada oh. versus Samoa. And. I think I think I like the idea of like it there then becomes this huge, big, like world news thing. And you have like (laughs) Kenny, like getting the support of the legendary Canadian wrestlers. And you have uh, obviously the Samoan dynasty backing Roman and this whole thing. The Rock does like a promo video beforehand. I have this really sick thought really disgusting that roman has a change of heart at the last minute and actually comes out with the american flag Ugh. where and it's just you get the, the usa chance return and it's it's hard to watch but yeah oh oh that definitely like, needs to be in a neutral country then <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it, needs, yeah. it needs to be in like the tokyo dome <laughs> mm-hmm. or something oh. Or Wembley. If we want, <laughs> if we want five stars from Dave Meltzer, it has to be in the Tokyo Dome. Tokyo Dome, yeah. <laughs> so is this just be. is this just one time match, once in a lifetime, never again sort of deal, or is it best of seven, something like that? I feel like one match, and this is it. It has to be one match. Should just, it be? Um, should there be any sort of gimmick to it, like uh, two out of three falls? something iron man match something, no i don't know. I feel like i feel like with kenny it's like you could i feel like especially in the last you know year or two as roman has had his reign like haha 
Um, it's a terrible. It's pun. a it's uh, a it's an empty <laughs> arena match, and they sell no tickets. <laughs> uh, Thunder like, Dome. Thunder <laughs> Dome. I feel like uh, just the amount that these two could put into near falls insane moments of you think it's over but it's not i feel like just 1v1 yeah no gimmick to yeah. it just just that's it and it goes like 59 minutes <laughs> yeah i love the idea of the elite and the bloodline you know lots of shenanigans you could have somebody return and that the rock is actually like comes back or something crazy. Right. So mm-hmm. um, I have no idea who goes over. I have no idea. I really don't know either. I, it feels like for the posterity, it's gotta be like Roman, but at the same time, like Kenny being the best wrestler in the world. We have a Canadian bias here. Obviously. No, obviously. But- also, this would be a Does prime Roman... opportunity, as we previously mentioned, for Sami Zayn to turn on Roman Reigns, yes. and hit him with we a haluva kick, and trape a Canadian flag over him as Kenny pins him. And then Sami uh, challenges Roman uh, for the titles at a future pay-per-view. Is Love this it. the match? Here's, here's a fun question. Is this the match... Where someone finally, finally kicks out of the one winged angel. If you're, and it's I think, Roman. I think if Roman is going to lose, then he has that, you know, on, on the yeah. back end that he kicked out of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So many Ooh, options. I don't know. It's, this is, it's, this it, is tough. It's tough. It's one of those things. It either, either could be incredible, either would make sense. And like what but what does it mean to to the promotions, right? Like, so now let's bring back into the fold like uh what it would mean for business. What's best for business? Uh Kenny in this is scenario. The, <laughs> Kenny is officially the best wrestler in the world. And he can That's, hold that title wherever he goes forever. <laughs> he was already like like called in the wrestling press for like almost a decade now as the best wrestler in the world. I mean, that would be that's just a great story build up in that whole thing of like if these two had a press conference together, if these two were being interviewed or anything, it's like Roman can keep saying this guy is being called the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so let's say he never calls him wrestler, though. He calls him sports entertainer. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. Let's say Kenny officially becomes the best wrestler in the world winning the uh world tournament of wrestling and he's celebrating in the ring with the elite and then all of a sudden you hear this theme song here comes the money no 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 <laughs> and the no. best in the world shane mcmahon <laughs> nope. uh, he's, no he's just carrying a money in the bank briefcase for no reason <laughs> and he, and he's, he's like i'm catching this in yeah. He's carrying that best in the world uh trophy that he won at Crown Jewel. And yeah. 
and then it's just a, a, a follow-up squash match where uh, Kenny yeah. just hits him with a V trigger and pins him immediately. <laughs> not even any of his signature moves, not even the Canadian Destroyer, which we have uh, established all tournament is Kenny's finisher. He just hits him with one V trigger and pins him, and then he has the best in the world best trophy. Best in the world. The, be- the WWE best in the world trophy. Yeah, and the the World Tournament of Wrestling uh, Cup or trophy or belt or whatever. Oh, yeah. Beautiful moments in the world of professional wrestling. It's tricky. It is such a like this is then where it it comes down to like, you know, how does it help? How does it hinder the performer? But I don't know. I I think it's like. Yeah, I was going to say, I think if if Roman kicks out of that, he has that. And if it kicks off the feud with Sami Zayn that we're all waiting for, yeah, um, yeah. then even even better, right? Um, I think it's definitely makes sense for both. Yeah, it's tricky. You could you could call it either way. There'd be great storylines to have it go either way. I feel like it, like in our minds, we we want it to be Kenny. I feel like if if you look at the two wrestlers. I feel like Kenny would be totally okay with putting Roman over. I don't know if Roman would feel the same way. I hope that he would. Mm. I hope he's that kind of person mm. uh, that then be like, no, 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 you have, you have entertained the masses all over the world um, outside and been like the top guy outside of WWE for years. You deserve it. And like, I hope that that's the case. So, but, but either way, you could book it either you could book it either way. So uh audience, please let us know who you would have be the winner of the world tournament of wrestling. Um in the comments online and reviews and all that fun stuff. Uh to close out the episode, again, Chad, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this to was a ton of fun. To close out <laughs> yeah, our episodes, we usually the lists. <laughs> we usually have uh, a segment of just like a fun little game that we like to play. So this week, I figured we would go with. We still don't have a title for this. <laughs> it's called Power Shazam, <laughs> like Power Slam, Power Slam, <laughs> Power Shazam. Uh, Power this is just Shazam. where base Slam. Shazam. Uh, this is where I'm going to read out some lyrics from a wrestler's entrance theme. And I want you guys to try to figure out who it is. Uh, And so, yeah, we'll just jump into this. So there's a particular line I'm not going to read because it will give it away. So I'm just going to read the chorus uh, for for you. All right. He's just a common working hard with his hands. He's just a common man working hard for the man. If you are black or white, redneck, funky, that's all right. Blew up on out of soul. Call the man. He's got his goal. That's all I'm going to read. I know this. I think I figured. Chad really? might. Yeah, I'm. Uh, let me I'm, let me just lobby a, a, a wild guess before you do the uh, the real answer. It, of <laughs> course, is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I don't even know what Hacks. I think <laughs> I'm going to look up Hacksaw's. <laughs> it's not Hacksaw's Hacksaw. lyrics are just, oh, I appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the Godfathers. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> who who is it, Chad? 
I think it's Dusty Rhodes. It is 100% Dusty Rhodes. Yep. The American Dream, because the rest of the, because that, those are literally the only lyrics that aren't, let me read this. Those are the li- only lyrics that aren't, hey, he's American Dream. <laughs> All the rest of it's just American Dream. Damn. <laughs> and that's the only other part of it that's not. <laughs> But good job. It was funny. We started talking wow. about Cody and I went, oh, shit, I picked out Dusty Rhodes' lyrics as the, as the thing. Mm. But that's fun. There are so it's many wrestling. Bookend. There are so many uh, theme songs that just have wild, wacky <laughs> lyrics. It's it's hard to even it's hard to like find them in like and go through them. But it's always it's always fun when we get to do that. But it's uh, also crazy. funny because these songs are made to be played in like 30 second snippets and not at all heard as an entire song so i remember when like, you're I remember expected the f- i remember right. the first part of that song but then when it got into the like uh like i remember the he's just a common uh working hard with the same i remember that part but then the but then the if you're black or white redneck funky red redneck funky that's all right i was like i don't know what that's problem <laughs> It's funny. They have to like those guys like Jim Johnson, the guy that makes the music for WWE. He's got to like push out so many songs a year when you think about it. Like, right. They're not all winners is what I'm saying. Jim (laughs) Johnson was fantastic with a lot of the stuff he created. Um, And then I forget who they used between him and then CFO dollar sign, whatever they are. Yeah. But CFO then did a fantastic job as well. And now it's like now apparently they have like they're using CFO again, kind of, but not really. They're they're I think it's just Triple H is willing to pay for some of that stuff. But mm-hmm. now they're like now now I feel like they're they're kind of getting back on track. It does feel like certain people's theme songs change every other week. <laughs> what just just a quick thing. Uh what do you guys think of the elite coming out to their new new song the last the last oh, couple uh, weeks i oh, hate uh, it but uh, really you don't oh, like carry on oh, oh. no no uh, i miss b elite b, b like i miss <laughs> that and the I young think, bucks is so good like yeah i think that they said that it's just gonna be for when they're a trio and then if the if the young bucks do a tag team one it'll be super kick party and then if it's kenny by himself it'll be his normal theme but okay. i don't know i i thought for the pay-per-view is really really good i think hearing it every single week for the next like two months might start to make it kind of but i just know that they have said for like a decade that they're like if we could come out to any song it would be carry on so i'm i'm happy for that but yeah okay it'll eventually kind of get get tired that's that's exactly how i felt about uh john moxley going from his original like aw theme to wild thing like it's been fun i guess but it's just too much like the the sort of peak wild thing moment is when they had that like stadium anarchy match and it was just playing over and over again that I was, was i remember hilarious. i Why? remember yeah. we me and anthony watched that show together in person and we just were dying laughing at the so fact that funny. It, it just kept repeating and repeating and repeating. <laughs> it was so funny. It was a form and Jericho, of torture. Like smashes yeah. the the audio thing and it's like yep. finally it's over. And it's like, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah uh, and to finish brutal. 
finish our episode, oh. we always like to leave our audience with a uh, match recommendation. And whenever we have a guest, we always ask them. Uh, so, Chad, what is your what is either it can be your favorite match? It can be a match that you think people absolutely need to watch. Uh, what recommendation would you like to give? There's one thing I always go back and watch, like on YouTube. Like I, this is probably a, a dumb answer, but um, any like early 2000s Royal Rumble, I go back and, no, and watch. Awesome. I, I love them all. Um, it's probably because those were like my formative years of wrestling or, you know, the mm-hmm. late the late 91s, uh, you know, the ones that Stone Cold won. The one that Vince McMahon won is great. Um, oh, yeah. I just I just love any of those royal royal rumbles that was uh probably my favorite time in wrestling so Do you have a favorite royal rumble winner of all time oh man i don't know i i probably no i can't i can't no. think of austin maybe austin was a great royal rumble winner yeah um big stone cold guy yeah they were just great and then i i like them for the nostalgic fact now to go back and Oh yeah, I forgot that guy existed. You know yeah, what I mean? No, like, it's true. Oh, here's here's Mosh and Thrasher from the Headbangers. Like, oh yeah, what are those guys doing now? You know, stuff like that. Just, uh, it's the best way to feel nostalgic about wrestling. Yeah, it, it definitely up until a point, it was like the the fun thing was who is going to come out at what number and what legends were just going to randomly show up and be like, all right, I guess this person's here. Like, yeah. I remember the the John Cena one. And you go back and watch it and you go, Jimmy Snooker's in this match? Roddy Piper. <laughs> Roddy, Roddy Piper's Piper. in this match? Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. And there was even um, one where like Mr. Perfect, the Godfather, and Gold Dust returned one, two, three. Like they all came back like within and like came back as like signed again, which was yeah. a super cool one. They just or don't then, do of that course, enough. Of course, then the famous uh, Mick Foley coming out as all three. Oh, that's a great, yeah. A <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah no, Royal Rumble's always been. It's sad that now it's like there's just so many people in WWE that they they just fill it with all like their people. There's not really like a, a big return, but yeah. uh, hopefully. I would say one every 10. So like one early on, like a legend mm. return, one in the middle and one like near the end, right? Have yeah. three faces you haven't seen in a while. Could be a roster person re- surprise returning or a legend. I think that would like make people happy. Yeah, for sure. Let them do their thing. Excite the audience. Yeah. It's all you need. That's all you need. I feel like the women's row rumbles as of late have been doing that because mostly due to WWE not having a ton of main roster women, they've had mm-hmm. to pepper in like a lot of. Yeah, it legends. was like seeing, was, seeing Molly Holly in there is like, yeah, it was great. Great seeing her. Great seeing Victoria. That was one that I was yep. like, "Oh, great, good." You're acknowledging like yeah. these these women who like bust their ass at the time when it was like, "Yes, women can wrestle." And then even yeah, bringing in absolutely. people like Kelly Kelly, who it's like you know was a part of the Divas she era, can't but it's wrestle, like, but <laughs> but, she, but like having her come in and like being like, "No, no, no she." You know, it's it would give them their flowers, which is great. Yeah, she was a part of history in WWE CW. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, but yeah, no, uh, yeah. Of course, anytime you can go back and watch a Royal Rumble, it's always a, a fantastic time. Uh, Chad, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. This was a tough episode. Fun, like I said, yeah. Uh, of course, if you want to, please promote whatever it is that you're up to right now or stuff that people should go and check out. 
Okay. Where can we uh, find you, Chad? Yeah. So Canadian Comedy Hall of Fame podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. A lot of like good old episodes. We've had like Jim Belushi on and the cast of Kim's Convenience and the kids in the hall. So a lot of cool like comedy history stuff there. Um, I'm doing a weekend on tour with Yuck Yucks um, in Carlton Place, Ontario. So all, I mean, you guys probably have thousands of Carlton Place listeners. <laughs> at Metropolis. Uh, I'm at the Yuck Yucks there December 16th and 17th. So, yeah. Lovely. Well, thank you very much, Chad, again. And of course, if you want to follow everything that we do here uh, under the Unknown Error umbrella, you can follow us online at UE underscore films. You can follow myself online at Barton underscore Menet. You can follow Mr. Anthony Hall at Hall and Jokes on Instagram and Twitter. And then Hive and then Mass, whatever that other one is. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. All whatever the fucking social network we're all going to is. Be real. <laughs> Be real. Yeah. Uh, Christian LinkedIn. Singles. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening and watching. Go watch some wrestling. Follow the podcast online at Book Events Pod, and we'll see you in the next one.